Hi, I'm Eric Dewey. And this is Steve O'Mooney. And I'm Matthew Renfro. And we're Socially Awkward. You're listening to another great production on the Four Eyed Radio Network. Check out more shows at foureyedradio.com. Today on Ranger Command Power Hour. When I originally talked to Chris, it was before daylight savings time. So I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so 10 a.m. in the Philippines is like 8 o'clock our time. So that's cool. <laughs> and then it just dawned on me because we had daylight savings time and and they don't because that's an American thing now. Yeah, pretty much. Because, yeah, I tested him on Facebook and he was like, oh, yeah, we still got an hour. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> so we're rewatching green with evil and it's the part where the dragon zord is defeated it's that audio clip that should be tommy's voice but it's the announcer's voice for some reason that's like give up tommy never that is a prime example of how the how did that happen that should have just <laughs> oh it just made me laugh I had, to, I had to go back and rewind it and i was like listen to how not jason david frank this is <laughs> Never. Never. <laughs> Never. Yeah. Even as a kid, I remember watching it and like, that's not right. <laughs> that's not his voice. Oh, no, this is like some kind of bad dubstep fan video. Nice. Love this. Yeah, it's not. fantastic. Oh, I'm sorry. He says, no way. Oh, yeah, that's right. No way. <laughs> Give it up, Tommy. No way. No way. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta save Tommy. (laughs) Oh, here we go. No way. (laughs) No way. I don't know why, but just just makes me laugh like an idiot every time. But why? Like, just why? (laughs) Jason David Frank does not do ADR that day? Like, what the f***? I would love to know the story behind why it's like that no way no way and now on ranger command power hour hey, 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 hey. it's the ranger command power hour come on this today on the power hour extra episode number two ranger cosplay recorded on march 20th 2015 Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. It's time to Ranger Up with your hosts. I'm Eric, also known as Trekkie B47. And I'm Zach, also known as the Cinema Slob. This extra episode is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more about supporting Ranger Command Power Hour. Today we have a special guest co-host joining us, uh, Chris Cantata. Chris Cantata is a cosplayer from the Philippines whose YouTube channel has over 18,000 subscribers and over 2 million views. He cosplays Power Rangers, Star Wars, and Ninja Turtles. On his channel, he has done Power Rangers drum covers, toy and episode reviews, cosplay skits, and more. Currently, he is an actor in the upcoming Philippine series called Mythos later this year. So, welcome to Ranger Command, Chris. Hey, guys. Good to be here. Welcome to yeah. the insanity. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have you here. So I started watching your YouTube videos about 
a year ago, and I was always really impressed with how funny your videos are, especially <laughs> your skits. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's time! Legendary Ranger Mode Mighty Morphin! Huh? Wait a minute. Let's try that again. Legendary Ranger Mode in space! What? One last time. Legendary Ranger Mode, see you! Oh. Bondi of Japan. So, uh, first I wanted to ask, how did you get involved in cosplay? Well, back in... Actually, I started cosplaying a Stormtrooper back mm. in 2007. I joined the 501st Legion, the international Star Wars costuming group. And mm -hmm. then I think when it came to Power Rangers cosplays, I think it happened around two or three years ago when the announcement of the 20th anniversary of Power Rangers and... Mm -hmm. That started my whole rekindling my childhood uh, dream of being a Power Ranger. It started when I found out that Jason David Frank was mm -hmm. going to guest at Super Megaforce. And this was like a good whole year or even more than a year than when that episode actually got released. So I started uh, Googling again and somehow <laughs> I, found, I found a link going to Facebook Rangers. Oh, yeah, Facebook <laughs> Rangers. And then uh, I joined that. Then my eyes were just opened with all these other Power Rangers cosplayers and Power Rangers enthusiasts. It's like I, I truly thought that the whole fandom was on a Lilo type of thing. But mm -hmm. after joining Facebook Rangers, it's like, whoa, it's still going so strong. And that's where I learned about Super Sentai since I had no idea what Super Sentai was years ago. And then mm -hmm. I, I watched Gokaiger and then everything started to uh, really interest me again. And uh, I was always a toy collector, but now it's, just, it's like I'm a cosplay collector now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's actually pretty amazing. And uh, I used to be obese when I was a kid, like until college, mm -hmm. like 200 plus pounds. And well, as a kid, I would never have dared buy any costume related to Power Rangers because of that reason. Right. I might get laughed at or, you know, you know, kid, be kids being kids and how, the, how kids can be mean sometimes. So I, I steer cleared from that. And then when I realized that there were people like Anarchy out there who who were making really, really awesome costumes. I was like, oh man, I guess this is my time. I mean, I'm, I'm thinner now and uh, <laughs> and spandex might not look too uh, bad on me <laughs> this time. So there, I, I guess that's where it started. Yeah. Nice. Uh, what was your first Power Rangers cosplay that you got commissioned? Uh, uh, the Green Ranger. Nice. Tommy's Green Ranger because... I don't know, for, for someone like me who got back into the fandom, mm -hmm. you know, we can't disagree that Jason David Frank is like the most vocal uh, right. of, of, all, of all the actors. So everything that I was trying to learn about Power Rangers, I just go to his page. And, <laughs> and, uh, and well, obviously, not just me. There are thousands of people who really thought that the character mm -hmm. Tommy was a game changer for that show. 
Did you grow up with Power Rangers? Did oh, you yeah. watch it when it first aired? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. And uh, I guess the reason why I'm so into it again is because when I was a kid, I had zero Power Ranger toys, as in zero. I'm not sure why exactly. I, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't. I don't remember if the toys were available here. Or my parents just found a way to steer clear me from the Power Rangers aisle. <laughs> but for sure, I remember so into Power Rangers. And I frequent the States a lot when I was a kid. So mm-hmm. uh, I got the VHS tapes. and But for sure, for sure it was airing here. I, I just forget. Okay. Because unlike now, like we're like, oh, episode one, episode two. Back then, when Power Rangers came out, there there was no chronological thing for me. An episode was an episode, and uh, I didn't bother learning like how many episodes were there. There was for me for a kid, there was no season one, season two. It was just oh, Power Rangers on. Mm-hmm. So there, so every episode that came out. Well, now, like you say in your videos, uh, you got to be canon. <laughs> <laughs> I I love that joke going on right now. I think that's hilarious. (laughs) So after the Green Ranger, did it just kind of snowball from there? What what other uh, Ranger costumes do you have? Yeah, knowing the fact that the guy who makes my suits, Cameron Ryder Custom Mask, I felt that I locked out on that when it came to the price. Because obviously Anarchy's suits are like in the almost thousand bucks for a complete suit. Mm-hmm. And Cameron Ryder Custom Mask lives in my country. So if we take out the whole shipping thing, right. it's amazingly cheap. Without shipping, the suit, the spandex suit is like 50 to 60 bucks. I mean, the, US, oh, wow. the helmet without the shipping is like 130 bucks. That's so, insanely good, yeah. So wow. I felt you Americans have your toys. I have my toys. <laughs> Because, yeah, here, the toys takes a year to get here. Like, right. right now, the ones on the pegs, we're actually lucky enough to get the legacy stuff like Saba and the movie figures. But every time, it's always a year late when it was Megaforce there, everything here was Samurai. And now, it's all Super Megaforce. So, toys were very late here. But going back to the cosplays, the fact that I knew that this is actually not bad price-wise, I decided... I guess I could sort of collect cosplays. (laughs) So after the Green Ranger, my next one was the Mighty Morphin Red because he also had the shield. And since I already had the shield, I could have two birds with one stone. So I I didn't have to go. In essence, I would have two costumes, the Red Ranger and the Armored Red Ranger. (laughs) So that's how I thought. And then next was Zeo. And then I actually started to go and make the black dino thunder mm. like in one of my early videos the morphing problem when i morphed into oh, yeah. black dino thunder that was actually my next cosplay but at that time i had three already and mm. i was like oh man i think uh, i need to save some money <laughs> <laughs> so i decided not to continue that and sell off the suit which i totally regret now because I should have just, you know, waited, you know, not really Mm -hmm. let it go completely. Just keep the suit and maybe when the money came, I just finish off the helmet. Right now I have five Ranger cosplays, four helmeted ones, and the other one is a white Ninjetti. So there. Oh, nice. 
any uh, future plans right now? Oh, or? yeah. Uh, Kamen Rider Custom Mask is in the process of doing Blue Dino Charge. Nice. Oh, very cool. This is my first Blue Ranger, and for obvious reasons, I wanted to support Yoshi. Yoshi. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, go Asian Ranger! <laughs> <laughs> you not love Yoshi? Yoshi is the fanboy that gets to become exactly. the Power Ranger. Exactly, and that's my whole reason for liking this character, is because he's the real deal. He's a fan, he loves mm-hmm. it, and he's living it. That's so awesome. Yeah, he's living the dream right now. <laughs> Do you belong to any cosplay groups in the Philippines? I know that there seems to be a fairly large... Yeah. Uh, contingent of cosplayers there because in your videos you feature a lot of other oh, yeah. cosplayers. At the time when I made my Green Ranger suit, naively enough, I thought I was the only <laughs> Green Ranger <laughs> cosplayer here in the Philippines. I was like, yeah, I'm the only one. And then once I got my full suit, I started, oh, there are more. And when I realized, holy crap, there are a lot of Ranger cosplayers here. And for me, I just wanted to go to events, conventions Mm -hmm. here with other cosplayers. And I wasn't really intending to make a group for myself. But Mm -hmm. it just so happens with all my invitations, hey, you want to cosplay with me? You want to ranger up at this con? And I gathered so many people that they asked me, why don't you just form a group? And that's where I formed the group Power Rangers Cosplay Philippines. There are around 50 to 60 costume members already in that group. Very cool. And I just feel so good that I got to gather Ranger and Sentai cosplayers into at least one banner. Because usually they just cosplay by themselves. And then now, hey, who's available for this weekend? And then everyone will say their schedule and then everyone goes as a group. So instead of like individuals going one at a time, they are like in groups of 10, 15. So for me, it's actually more visually enticing for a con goer. Like, oh, a bunch of ranger cosplayers and they're actually a group. So speaking of like different conventions, um, uh, is there a lot of different conventions in the Philippines? Uh, And you were at Paramorphicon too, right? That was awesome. Paramorphicon. Here, there are conventions every other week. It's like a religion here. (laughs) But the Philippine culture, they're more into anime. Super Sentai is huge here also, but Power Rangers in general, the Filipinos kind of move more into the Super Sentai genre. Mm -hmm. Mainly because during the 90s, they actually brought in Bioman, Maskman, Fiveman, and they dubbed it into Filipino they actually got the rights for that, and they got the oh, rights wow. to redo the intro, the music. Instead of Japanese, they made a Filipino version. So Filipinos, they have a soft spot for Super Sentai because of mm. growing up to that in the 90s. So conventions here, they don't bring so much guests. Like mm-hmm. at Lexington or Morphicon, <laughs> they're like, holy, it's like table after table of actors and stuff. The problem here when I think some people try to bring Power Rangers actors here is the the actors or the management of these artists don't realize that we are a freaking third world country. And the, the money that they're asking might be normal for the States, but here in the Philippines, it's like night and day. It's that, right. that big. 
the organizers can't really afford that because first of all, besides the talent fee, they have to fly in these people here. Mm-hmm. And it's no joke from the U.S. to the Philippines. Even if it's in coach, it's like almost per person $2,000. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, after meeting Austin St. John at Power Morphicon, he was mm-hmm. really interested in going to the Philippines. Like I even got in touch with the man, his manager and we start, I started telling organizers here in the Philippines about the, his interest. And mm-hmm. it just didn't follow through because of the money right I mean, yeah i can understand that i mean it's a, it's a shame though i mean a lot of people would really enjoy them coming here but just imagine aside from the talent fee they, they're asking like 75 to 100 dollars a day for food so that's like mm. when it comes to philippine money that's like five thousand pesos but mm-hmm. you can actually live for with breakfast lunch and dinner that's pretty awesome for like 2000 a day and that is actually uh already some good <laughs> <laughs> so but but you know mcdonald's here it's like if you buy a sandwich here it's like 20 pesos that's it's not even 50 cents there so there's a real difference when it comes to money and the the cost of living so maybe yeah. the the managers and the actors don't understand that initially yeah is that, and, and it, yeah. we don't want to offend them by asking them right. to lower their price so i mean they have to do what they have to do and unfortunately mm-hmm. we can't we can't handle that <laughs> well That's- yeah uh, you went to paramorphicon because i i saw your videos and right. i was there too and i i think i may have seen you but at the time i i really didn't connect that was really you yeah. so um so but what was paramorphicon like for you? who's this no. So what was Paramorphicon like for you? It was the best. I loved every minute of it. Not just meeting the actors, mm-hmm. but the community. I felt the Ranger love from the, the fans, especially from Facebook Rangers. It's like mm-hmm. people you chat with online. I mean, it, it's, so, it's easy for people who live in the States. They can just meet up. But for me, I've been in Facebook Rangers before Paramorphicon for like a year or a year and a half. And I know the people I converse with. It's just a different feeling when you're actually looking at them and you're talking to them face to face. And it's just a good feeling. It's like I'm part of a family, a long distance family. (laughs) (laughs) But it's actually nice just spending time and chatting with them. And this is how I actually found out that something was happening with my YouTube channel is because kids at Power Morphicon started calling out my full name. Like, oh my gosh. (laughs) Chris, Chris. And here you pronounce my last, in the Philippines, you pronounce my last name as Cantada. But Mm -hmm. uh, in the the States, I guess when you initially read it, it's Cantada or Cantada. Every time I hear, Chris Cantada. I'm like, what's that? Oh my God, it's a kid. (laughs) (laughs) I like your videos. Like, you know who I am? <laughs> I'm, I'm an Asian fool, and you know, <laughs> can't believe it. So uh, after Paramorphicon, it really opened my eyes to my Power Rangers fandom and how it's amazing that all these little, for me, uh, like these wacky stuff I've been doing, I really don't pay any attention <laughs> to it. It actually gets seen and liked by people from the states, and mm-hmm. it's, it's just too cool. It really is cool. Uh, speaking of your videos, how did that whole idea come about? Are you just naturally 
you know, a writer or filmmaker. That video that I think started this whole mm-hmm. problem thing, the whole series <laughs> of videos, the, the Zeo to Black Dino Thunder. I remember, like, it was just yesterday how that came about. I was freaking sick. I had the flu. I didn't go to, go to work. But I received my helmet from Kamen Rider Custom Mask this, that day. And also during the same day, my suit came. So I, I was like, <laughs> I can't be sick now. This is just- <laughs> I'm not sure if, it, if it's shown in the video because I didn't know how to color correct at that time yet. But I was freaking like white because I, I was like w- with the flu and stuff. It's like my like I had no color in my face. Oh my and, gosh. Uh, but I still did because, come on, <laughs> this is too awesome. I need to do something to take my mind off this flu. It just entered my mind to do something <laughs> like that, to make the whole Z-Ranger 5 black. I have no, it just came. It just like, I'll do something stupid. I have the black dino thunder <laughs> suit. Let's do something. And uh, I had a Mac at that, uh, at that time, so iMovie was uh, just there. There are a lot of presets there that I could use. And prior to doing all this, I'm, I was actually a musician. I was a drummer for a local band here for like seven years. We were signed by Universal Records and stuff. We had albums. So I had this audio and sound background. So mm. I knew how to edit audio mm-hmm. levels and stuff. Like I would know what, what sounded awful and what sounded good. But video-wise, zero. So I, I had to rely on just making something that I would want to see if I was watching a YouTube video. I just try to do common sense with that. It was no biggie doing morphing sequences because you just need a tripod and just press play and then right. <laughs> stay in the same position and bam, crossfade, boom, sound effects. You have a morphing sequence. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was my introduction to the whole video editing thing through videos like that. My early videos, I just had this really good point-and-shoot cam. But there were mm-hmm. some things I wanted to imagine doing, like focusing or defocus. These little things that point-and-shoots can't hack. So just a few months ago, I invested in a nice camera, nice microphones. It's starting to get... I still want it to to be amateur-looking. I don't want, right. I don't want it to be... <laughs> <laughs> too good well for obvious reasons I don't want Saban to know about it <laughs> but I think the reason why people keep coming back is because it's a video that people think oh I can do something like this and that's what I yeah. that's what I like to hear people say I mean people always say that oh I'm making my own videos and some people say I hope you don't mind a bit of competition when it comes to videos and I'm like dude YouTube is like so huge. The internet is so huge. I do not own, I do not have a trademark on morphing sequence. Anyone, right. can, I, I love the fact that there are so many people doing it. And people always think that I'll get mad that, I'm, that people are copying me and trying to do their own thing. I'm like, dude, I'm copying. I'm copying these. I'm copying the show. So do what you love, do what you want. And because that's what I'm doing. And there's no competition whatsoever when it comes to me because there's plenty room for everyone doing these mm. sorts of videos. And I watch like, I I watch Mean Mug, the the Black Ranger. I watch yep. MMPR Toys, Andre, the Black Nerd Comedy. I love I love watching their stuff. And in essence, I get inspired from them. So I, I sort of 
get aspects from what they're doing and I infuse it and try to put my own thing in it. And I'm sort of copying in a way. But in the grand scheme of things, there's so much room for everyone. And I love the fact that there are a lot of people doing stuff like this already because of the stuff I've been doing. It's a big, happy fandom. and Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, like what you were saying, there's there's so many videos and YouTubers and there's so many people out there. So if you can add and give back to it, that's that's awesome. I really like when you said about trying to keep the look amateurish. Yeah. Because I think the humor and the videos you do, it's... It's goofy humor that I mean I just I just bust out laughing and your nephew yeah. is adorable yeah. and the new one with like he and he's got like the little space yeah costume that's it's just hilarious it cracks me up even if I'm trying to dabble with effects and stuff it's still not film like and that's what I wanted to keep on doing like try to mm-hmm. still make it campy ish just so that expectations of once you go hardcore pro now that's when people will start judging your work like right but if the work is not pro enough <laughs> what can people say oh you should make it i don't know i mean if if it no. if it has that amateur feel the expectations mm-hmm. of people won't be too high to be all the, them haters you know <laughs> right right and yeah i mean it's like if you keep it campy and you're poking fun at yourself no one can really bring you down in a yeah. sense yeah and even with the i get a lot of hate <laughs> hate comments but really I, yeah I, and i i always say fight them with kindness it's because <laughs> it's because if if you if you freaking do a all-out YouTube comment war, it'll go on forever because I'm sure these people are like eight-year-olds and they think they can't be touched. Well, obviously they can't because you don't know who they are. So once you sort of turn it around, I think I had someone say, oh, I made a video where I I wore my in-space suit and I did a drum cover. Which was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) That was really cool. So someone, some weirdo just said, you're too thin to be a Power Ranger. Your <laughs> your helmet, you look like a bobblehead. Your helmet is too big for your body. And in my head, I replied, you think I'm thin? Wow, that's the best compliment I ever got. <laughs> I, I, I turned it around and uh, mm-hmm. uh, no reply after that. I mean, if you can shut them up with kindness, because if you fight them, you... You're not the winner there. I mean, no one wins. But at least when you think of it in a positive sense, you'll always come out on top. Well, that's what I always think. That's really good advice. Okay, so you've talked about not being too pro. But at the same time, you're starting to develop a a new series, right? Oh, yeah. Can, Can you tell us more about Mythos? Sure, sure. This is like the brainchild of a friend of mine. His name is Jason. He was my schoolmate in college. But right now, he is his main job is a scriptwriter for a big TV network here. So his mind is like, he just busts out these creative juices every day for the shows that he writes. So mm-hmm. with my being so vocal about all these Power Rangers things in my, in my Facebook and stuff, he actually came up to me and said, Hey, I'm actually thinking of doing something Toku-related or Sentai Power Rangers-related. Would you be interested? And I'm like, where do I sign? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I'm like, I, I was so for it. And this was still at its conception, I guess. I mean, there weren't any suits yet. The story wasn't fleshed out. So we had a couple of meetings, just me and him just talking about stuff and how he wanted it to be Super Sentai without being Super Sentai. Because he okay. wanted it to have this Philippine element. And he mm-hmm. didn't want people to compare it that much to Super Sentai. But it's so hard not to compare. I mean, you have spandex and you have helmets. So we tried our best to rearrange the genre. Instead of having the Red Ranger leader, it's now the green. And instead of the usual five, it's three. The red is the enemy. All that you can see from the trailer that we put out. But from the start, we wanted to get cosplayers. We wanted to get Mm -hmm. people who actually likes this genre, who actually likes doing these things. And we talked to the main people and they were also all on board. I mean, this is totally indie. Right. None of us are getting paid. That's why we wanted to get people who wanted to do it. They wanted to use their time to be involved in something like this. All the money, holy crap, all the money that funds these things, cameras, director, costumes, costumes, my God, they're expensive, weapons, they all came from Jason's pocket. I mean, he saved up for this. Oh, wow. This is his baby, really. And we got to shoot the trailer December so that it would have mm-hmm. aired Christmas Day. We wanted to have a Christmas Day release of that trailer. We didn't want to show snippets of episode one yet because we wanted to uh, see how this thing would go with the general public, like with Filipinos. Mm-hmm. And since it's a YouTube the series, for sure, there will be uh, people abroad viewing it. So we wanted to see would people like this, the idea. I mean... We were afraid that people might think, oh, we're saying that rip-off. Let's just watch Go Kaiser instead of this <laughs> uh, But apparently, uh, we got so much love from the Philippine community and mm. also from abroad. And we're so happy that people are viewing this in a positive way. I guess the only negative one is the stunts. I mean, they, they felt that the stunts could have been better everyone even our quote-unquote uh, the, the suit actors they're they're all our friends they're all costumes right. they're not stunt guys so right. there was actually a stunt a school here they call it ninja academy they actually wanted to provide their service to be the stunt guys to help train the actors so that's why we had to take a bit of a hiatus because we wanted the stunt guys to train first so that once we shoot it'll flow faster So we were planning to shoot Feb because I I got married January. So for sure, I wanted January to be for me and my wife. So, so. Oh, congratulations, by the way. Thanks. So uh, right now, since we had that hiatus, Jason redid the script a bit, tweaked it a bit. And it actually became edgier. So I'm glad we had that hiatus for him to create something to tweak it a bit. So for sure, this April, we're for sure going to start shooting stuff already. And no matter what, well, I hope, (laughs) no matter what, quote unquote, hopefully, this 2015 will be uh, releasing this thing. And I think it's not going to be like uh, like Super Sentai 50 episodes. It's going to be short, 10 episodes. And I think the original plan is to shoot everything so that once we release episode one, we will be releasing every week. So... People won't oh, wow. like JDF's YouTube show, My Morphin. Oh, my, 
it's yeah, like my more after, after the first episode, you have to wait a month or two. It's like, oh man, I want the next one. <laughs> and so we wanted to do something like that. We want to we wanted to finish everything so that mm-hmm. once episode one pops up, episode two will be next week, episode three will be the week after that, so that the hype will be there. I mean, the interest. Right. This is totally indie. Some networks actually came up to us, hey, you want to do something. Jason wanted to keep the brand to himself, which is right. just the brightest thing you can do. So all the, the decisions will still be between the people involved. And uh, that, that's why we'll, we're sticking to YouTube so that everyone can see it. We want it to be viewed everywhere. And since this is going to be in Filipino, for sure, mm-hmm. there will be uh, subs. Oh, great. I'm really looking forward to it. I really like the trailer. and uh, maybe, maybe we should put mythos and then parentheses. <laughs> bootleg. Unauthorized <laughs> 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 bootleg. So that's yeah. from <laughs> the higher-ups. <laughs> <laughs> the bootleg sentai from the Philippines. <laughs> and then the bootleg sentai dot dot dot. Did we say this was bootleg and then close parentheses? <laughs> Add some like video graininess or something like, oh yeah, we found this old bootleg Sentai. <laughs> <laughs> Where can people find you online? Okay, my YouTube page is just search for Chris Cantada Force. Mm-hmm. Uh, people ask why Force because I started that page and my Facebook page with the same name because. Well, I, I told you I was a Star Wars cosplayer right. at that time. So, you know, Force, you know, the Force. So that's how it came about. And I wanted it to be like an army, the Chris Cantata Force. <laughs> <laughs> so at that time, that was, I, was, I was trying to think of that. So there, Chris Cantata Force, that's my YouTube page. I also have a Facebook page with the same name, Chris Cantata mm-hmm. Force. Uh, that's my page, but I also have my personal page, Chris Cantata. But if you just want the geek stuff Chris Cantata Force I'm also on Instagram TK2342 that's actually my Star Wars Stormtrooper number yeah one of my friends on Twitter he goes by Dr. Mm Sci-Fi and he's a Stormtrooper in the 501st here in States so when I tweeted, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm talking with Zach and Chris, and I did the Twitter names. Yeah. He's like, oh, TK, yeah. it's another Stormtrooper. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter, it's also TK2342, but since I link my Instagram to Twitter, it's practically the same. What you see on Twitter is what you see on Instagram. So there, oh. Facebook, Twitter, yeah, and my YouTube page, yeah. Thank you so much for talking with us about Power Rangers cosplay and especially giving us the perspective from the Philippines. Yeah. I, I think that's pretty cool. My pleasure, man. And a lot of people also ask, are you from the Philippines? Because you don't talk like a Filipino. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people say, that, no, you're not from the Philippines. You're from, you're from L.A. or something. <laughs> it, it, you know, with all, with all the... Uh, Power Rangers and Saved by the Bell I've been watching as a kid, you know. <laughs> this this English, it just came out naturally. I love <laughs> Well, again, Chris, thanks so much for talking with us. My pleasure. It was great to have you on. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. When we initially set up this meeting, I was, I was telling Zach this. I'm like, because daylight savings time uh, had, yeah. didn't happen here yet. So when I was like... All right, it's eight o'clock, and you're like, "Nope, it's still nine a.m. here." I'm like, "Oh man, you daylight savings." 
Uh, I was like, when, when, I, when I got your Facebook <laughs> message, uh, like, are we good to go? I, I was still in my boxers. I'm like, oh, shit. Is, it, is my clock? Is my clock wrong? <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it's just our stupid American daylight savings time. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphing Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Follow us on Twitter at rangercommandph and like us on facebook.com slash rangercommandpowerhour. This is Trucky B47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour and you are listening to the Four Eyed Radio Network. Ranger Command is now on Patreon. Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks. By pledging, you are helping us make our show even better. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more. Thanks. This has been another great presentation by the 4 Radio Network. You can find more information at 4